Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Truth, justice, and the National Football Show. Big Sills here to tell you the way it is. Not the way it isn't. Welcome aboard here with us here on this Football Monday. Excuse me for a second because I have to put my Clark Kent glasses on again because some of you can't handle Superman. So what we'll do is we're going to tell you exactly what we saw in that game that the Eagles allowed a underachieving Packer team to come back in and make it an uncomfortable football game. Some of the takeaways. By the way, please hit the like button. I think you're going to be shocked with some of the things that I'll say here today. Let me start it with Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon plays 60 minutes of prevent football. Funny because Xander asked me this question. Sills, are we wrong? Maybe this is the reason why Howie Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie wanted to go in a different direction from Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz is because of the mentality that is now in the building at the Novacare Center. Defense today is completely different than it was, say, 15 years ago. Hell, maybe even 10 years ago. Hell, maybe even five years ago. You can't play the game like you did. And I think people who cover the sport have to adjust to it. That includes me. I think the offense... We're starting to see more quarterbacks come out of college like Tommy Frazier and Charlie Ward and guys like that, Vince Young, than ever before. And what I think you're getting is a lot of these analytical front offices now are moving towards that metric. Because of salary cap, you're not going to be able to keep your guys in the building like you did years ago. Anton, you must acknowledge Hurts has beat Aaron Rodgers on his resume. Absolutely. I completely outplayed him. Anton, I'm going to get to all that. Ray, Scott Frost, all those guys who were in college, who the NFL, like Vince Young, look at what Jeff Fisher did to him. They all said, no, this is not the way you win games in the NFL. Well, maybe that's changing, and we're starting to see a little bit of that change with players like Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, and now Jalen Hurts. Maybe guys like Charlie Ward, JM, would have had an opportunity to be a superstar in the NFL if given the opportunity to play their style of football because a lot of coordinators back then would not relent. Okay, so maybe we are seeing that. But I want to give you my takeaways from last night's 40-33 to victory for the 10-1 now Philadelphia Eagles. Your special teams is a train wreck. 
It is time to start putting some of your frontline guys on special teams. I don't care what the sacrifice is. You can't give up half fields three times in a game and think that's not going to bite you in the playoffs. Everything we talk about today is about playoff football now. It's not about the NFC East. It's about playoff football. It's about being the best. And your special teams is atrocious. Start putting your frontline guys in there. Start putting players in a position to succeed so that your special teams gives your defense an opportunity to play defense. Especially with Jonathan Gannon's. You can't have shitty special teams and play Jonathan Gannon's style of defense. Bend but don't break. You can't start the opposing team on the 50-yard line three times. In, in, in playoff situations, that's 21 points. Can't do it. Okay? He can't do it. I thought the new DTs, Joseph and Sue, I thought they were mediocre. I didn't think they were great. Not when you have running backs on Green Bay going for eight yards of carry. Remember I told you, three games, we'll know if they're going to be a huge impact. I didn't think they were terrible, but I don't really think they were impactful. Not like they were against the Colts. Now, that may, that may turn around here against King Henry this weekend. But I didn't really think they were that much of an impact. Not at all. 363 yards rushing. Hey, for the record, I think the Philadelphia Eagles have a great running back in Jalen Hurts. He is an absolutely fabulous running back. Fantastic. Fantastic. By the way, he is not on pace for 4,000 yards. We'll get into the numbers and how guys are doing right now with 11 games in, with six games to play. And we'll tell you kind of where they are and where I thought they would be. A.J. Brown, kid, clean it up. I know you were sick. I'm going to give you some latitude. But clean it up. You're dropping footballs. You are not very impactful. The last month. Clean it up. Being sick, I get it. But if you step on a football field, kid, no excuses. Get out there and play. Fletcher Cox played better. I thought Fletcher played better. But again, this is what I tell you guys all the time. You're going to get sporadic games from Fletcher Cox. You're going to have one game where he plays really well. And you're going to have four duds. And you're going to see another game where he shows again and splashes. But this is who he is. He is not a $14 million a year guy any longer. He's finished as that player. Now, Fletcher wants to come back next year for $2 million. I don't have a problem putting $2 million on the table. 14 and a half is a joke. It's a joke. Now, when you get Jordan Davis back, who's scheduled to come back this week, the depth level of the team with Fletcher, I'm good with that. Not at 14-4. By the way, he should never start down again. Start putting your frontline guys once again on your special teams. You don't have special teams. There's nothing special 
except for your field goal kicker on your special teams. There's nothing special about it. All the things that Howie Roseman did, he neglected one part of your football team, special teams, clearly. They're not very good. It'll cost you. Here's what and how the players are looking right now as we're coming down the stretch run of the playoffs here and where they are in their year and what they are doing. By the way, I'm going to get to all your comments here. Jalen Hurts is on pace for 3,900 passing yards this year, 26 touchdowns and five interceptions. 105.6 quarterback rating at 67.3% incompletion percentage. Kind of what we thought. In between 37 and 39, somewhere in there. Miles Sanders is really the guy who's having the year. On pace for 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns at five yards a carry. That's the most impressive part of this, is five yards per carry. A.J. Brown on pace for a career year, 1,284. 82 catches, 11 touchdowns. Not quite T.O. 4 but in the room. Devontae. About 940 yards, 935, 87 catches, a lot of wheel routes, five touchdowns. You'll have one player, like I said, this year. Now, Goddard would have made it probably two. Okay, so that's unfair because injuries, but that's part of the game. So you'll have one wide out with 1,000. Unless Devontae picks it up, okay, in light of A.J. not having played well the last month, He's still a force on jump balls. I'm talking A.J. Brown. But still has to clean it up. Now for Jalen Hurts. It is not sustainable for what they're asking him to do at 30 carries over the last two weeks. Not sustainable. Now, Xander and I had a great conversation about this. Cam Newton, Colin Kaepernick got the Super Bowls with that style of play. Michael Vick. Um, Lamar, Josh Allen. These are all running quarterbacks who don't have a very good playoff record and have not won Super Bowls yet. Again, let's do this. Is the league evolving? Is the league evolving? Okay? Is it evolving into this style of play? These quarterbacks have not won Super Bowls yet. Jalen Hurts' style has not won, and there's not a big ceiling. Like, how many people think Jalen Hurts is a 10-year guy? I don't. I want to give you some statistics. In the years that Michael Vick played, he had one year where he played every game. Cam Newton, of his 12 years, five of them, I believe it was, he didn't play the full season. Lamar has missed quite a few football. Again, I think Lamar going into his fifth year, this is the only year where he's played so far every game. There's not a high ceiling for these guys because of why? Well, the style of play. Now, do I think that Jalen Hurts protects his body like Russell Wilson when Russell Wilson was in Seattle? I do. 
I do think he protects his body more. I think he protects it like Russell did. I think he's very smart in open space. And he is a guy that does not take big hits. So he is protecting himself. He knows the importance of who he is and what he is to the offense. Self-awareness. Something Josh Allen needs about 10 classrooms on when he needs to sit there and listen to people telling him about protecting himself. Okay? Josh Allen plays like Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck playing in that style, if you want to even call Andrew Luck a running quarterback, because he kind of was, he didn't last. Steve Young was a running quarterback, left to game concussions. That's what we're talking about here. This is not sustainable. However, is Jalen maybe the guy that changes that? Yet to be determined. And here's something that I keep hearing people say. I keep hearing people say this all the time. Run that kid until that kid can't run anymore. This National Football League. What are you saving things for? It's like having a 1963 split window coupe in your garage and you never drive it. Who wants that? Run this kid. Play this kid. Play this guy as hard as you can because you never know when that hit's coming. I'd rather have five years of Jalen Hurts delivering a Super Bowl than 15 years or 10 years of Jalen Hurts where they tried protecting him and you guys didn't result in anything. That's what happened in Atlanta and that's why Vic never won a Super Bowl. Vic was not a successful postseason quarterback. For that matter, no real true running back slash quarterback has been successful in the postseason. None of them. Not one of them. Kaepernick, Cam, they got the Super Bowls. The rest of them, they didn't. They didn't. McNabb, later on in his career, stopped running. 85, beat the same team the Cowboys couldn't, 10-1, and baby. Congratulations to you. Well, Jalen Hurts is not Steve Young. Steve Young's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the history of the game. He's not. The defense is still the problem. And your coordinator is still the problem. I think the football team has good talent on it defensively. And now you've been decimated a little bit in your secondary. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that against Tennessee. Tennessee doesn't really throw the ball up that much. Plus, they were upset this past weekend. Two weekends ago, Tannehill threw for 331 yards. I don't know. I don't think. Young was nothing without weapons. What a jackass comment. You can't predict injuries. That's why I say play him and run him. That's pretty much it, boy. I'll take six years of Jalen and a Super Bowl over 12 years of what? Correct. It's like having a thoroughbred. Run these guys. They pull up lame. It's part of the game. It's part of their style. This is who he is. He is not going to play 12, 13 years. These guys never do. 
That's been the trend. It's not wishful thinking. Don't go there. It's what the trend is. Cam Newton can't even get a job because of what they've done to him and the amount of pounding that he took. Cam was a hell, Cam was the MVP of the league. Cam was the MVP. And by the way, Patrick Mahomes is so far ahead now in the MVP race, it's mind-numbing. He's going to throw for 5,500 yards and 45 touchdowns. It's not close. Because that award is a statistical award. Is it fair to have it as a statistical award? No. I'm here to tell you the truth, though. Unlike your cheerleaders in Philly, I'm here to tell you the truth. Is he worthy of it, Hurts? Absolutely. But think in reality. Not think in passion. Jalen Hurts is the most important player to his team. He might be. But that's not how people around the league see it. Unfortunately, they're not going to take all the intangibles that Jalen has because, seriously, you really don't have a lot of things going on offensively outside of Hurts right now. Your wideouts aren't really stepping up. You got Goddard banged up. Honestly, you don't really have a lot. Honestly, you don't really have anything sensational right now going on for you offensively. Steven says, keep the MVP. He wants a Lombardi. Well, he also wants to get paid. Look at the quarterbacks coming out of college. There are more, no more stationary pro-style quarterbacks. I think that's kind of what we're, we're alluding to right here. I think that's kind of what we're alluding to. Is that the new style of kid coming out of college is that mobile guy you know why because you know with a salary cap salary cap era you can't keep everybody especially when you start paying them dudes who would you rate as a better thrower prime camp or hurts that's a great question who would I take in their prime? Well, Jalen hasn't hit his prime. So I don't know. But Cam early on threw for 4,000 yards early in his career and was putting up MVP numbers every year. Jalen's not putting up MVP numbers, unless you count running and whatever. That's not what media people see. They don't see the running. The only reason that Lamar Jackson won the MVP that year because he led the NFL in touchdown passes. Because he only threw for 3,100 yards. He didn't have all numbers, except for the fact that he went over 1,000 rushing, and he had the league lead in touchdown passes. I think it was 36. Sills, what's Jalen's ceiling? I think, you're, I think the more he gets reps at his style right now, the only thing that's going to stop Jalen Hurts is injury. He's going to continue to get better. The team around him will continue to disintegrate. 
Because when you pay them, that's what part of being paid as a starting quarterback is. The team around you gets taken away from you. Unless you're smart about it like Brady was. Remember something. This year and next year, this will be the best that Jalen Hurts will ever have on the Eagles. Because of the money. Facts. Can't keep everybody. And you won't. So this is the best it's going to get with talent around him. That's why his progression and his ability to get better has to continue. And when you start taking components away from him because of salary caps and because of money, that'll be a different thing here. Cam threw with his shoulder. Cam was a good football player. I'm a Cam Newton fan. Hertz is doing everything with the horrible pass protection of the O-line and the wide receiver route running progressions. Um, right now, the wide receivers are not playing very – they're not very productive. I'm going to here, – here's the numbers. You go down by the numbers here now. Hertz will throw for 4,000 next season. He ain't this year, as predicted. 29 first downs to 19. Third down, they were great because of Jalen, 8 of 15 to 1 for 7. It's pretty good, Jonathan Gannon. Total yards, 500 to 342. I think they could have ran the ball for 475 yards if they felt like it. I have no idea why the Packers got away from it. They ran the ball for 363, which is sensational. You never see such numbers like that in the NFL. 106, that's not bad. That's what they held the Packers to. 50 rushing attempts. Here's something that I got to give Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon a lot of credit for. 50 rushing attempts in a prolific style passing league today. You never see. It's why it's a one-of offense. Nobody runs the ball 50 times. That's 10 and 1. Nobody. This is like old school Big Ten football. Back with Woody Hayes and Bo Schembechler. This is like five yards in a cloud of dust. This is not modern football. This is old school football. And it's funny because modern day coaches are coaching this RPO up. No prolific and big time offense in the NFL today at all runs 49 times. Nobody does. I'm not saying it's wrong. You're going to who you are and who your strengths are. I am not. It's not a rip. It's a one of. It's it's it, 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 and you know why it's okay because no one can stop it. Why would I do some? Hey, watch this: running the ball versus throwing the ball. What's a better chance of not turning the ball over? Running it instead of throwing it. Ask Josh Allen in the Bills. What offense would you rather have, Andy Reid's or the Eagles? What's a less of a chance when it comes to turnovers? What offense, the Eagles? The Eagles right now are playing keep away from the opponent. 
And the best way they can do that is run it. You're going to get a lot of shit for that style of play because it's not sexy. And it's relying on one guy because look at the rest of your guys. I'm going to give you examples here. Nobody's really outside of Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders is having the best offensive year outside of Dia, outside of Jalen Hurts. The rest of them, I'd say AJ too, but he's come back the last month. He's not the same player he was a month ago. That's for damn sure. And other teams are starting to copy. GT, the Bears, I'm assuming you're saying. You, you throw to score points, you run to win the game. Ray, I don't know if you could be any more simpler than that and truthful. Remember what I'm telling you here. I'm not, this is an observation by me. This is not me ripping any, I'm, except for your shitty DC. I, I, I don't have a problem with what happened. I mean, it was a dominant performance. Jalen Hurts ran for 157 yards. How could you sit here on a Monday and shit on that? I won't. Again, though, here, let's put it all in context here. Hurts 16 of 28. 153, 96-3. If you're going to gauge Jalen Hurts on that, it's not very good. But then when you put the other 157, you're talking about 300 yards of total offense. And you're talking about a guy who consistently moved a stick, especially on third down. But he's a one-man show. He's a one-man show. It's not relying on anybody else. Devontae Smith had four catches for 50 yards. High-powered offense? I don't think so. How about this? You have a high-powered player in Hurts. The rest of them aren't benefiting. The only other guy that's benefiting, why? Because you have a run, a run-centric team, has been Miles Sanders. Look at Miles Sanders' numbers. Look at who he is right now. Miles Sanders, I wrote these down here. He's fifth in rushing, 900 yards. 5.1, one of the best in the league, yards per carry. And he's got eight touchdowns, which I think is fourth or fifth in the NFL. He's the only other guy benefiting from this offense. And here, let me make sure I underline it, though. And 10 and one. And 10 and one. It's not a sexy offense, though. On the contrary. But when I can run the ball for 49 times for 363 yards, what's the point? You know, there were times in that game last night, I'm watching them throw the ball and I'm going, why? Why would you do that? Just just to kind of like throw some balance in there. And I, I went like this, okay. Just to throw some balance in there. Okay. Richie goes 26-17 score versus the Cowboys. Richie, where in your uh, last couple weeks did you ever hear me say that Dallas is in Philly's league, except offensively? You're, they're, 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 they're not better than the Eagles. 
They're not better than them. And by the way, I said I didn't see how Green Bay could win this game on on Friday. I was I I didn't think they could win the ball game. Two TDs, great. He's got eighteen. He's on pace for about twenty five touchdowns. It's kind of what I thought he would be. 37, 3,900 yards, 25 touchdowns. He'll probably improve it by nine from a year ago. His his percentage of completions has gone up. He's improved, and the team's winning. Anybody who thought this guy was going to throw for 4,500 yards was out of their mind with 35 touchdowns. That's not what's going to happen here. It's not even remotely close on what's going to happen. So again, my big takeaway was, okay, I thought the defensive tackle guys, the new additions, I thought they were mediocre in this game. The wide receiving core has to pick it up because of the loss of Dallas Goddard. The offensive line did. Hey, by the way, let me say this to you about Jason Kelsey. Um, Jason Kelsey, still to this day, all bandaged up and with rubber bands, him getting on that second freaking level, the way he does, I got to tell you guys this. In my opinion, I'm trying to think of the centers in the last 30 years that are better than him going into the Hall of Fame. And if you want to put Bruce Matthews in that conversation, Bruce was more of a guard, but he played center. And then you put Kevin Mawai. Let me say this to you. The center position doesn't have a lot of Hall of Famers. Jim Otto's in there. Mike Webster's in there. There's not a lot of centers that played in pro football that are in the Hall of Fame. This guy is by far, I don't know how he's not a first ballot. This is not going to be a conversation. To me, when his name comes up and they ask me what I think of Jason Kelsey, I'm going to go like this. I don't know what the debate is. In my opinion, this guy right here, you can make the conversation. He's an old school Chuck Bednarik. Jason Kelsey is an old school Chuck Bednarik. This guy's concrete. He is fun to watch. At such an advanced stage in his career, getting up on those multi-levels the way he does still is unbelievable. Is unbelievable. He is the best offensive lineman that Philadelphia has had. Hey, I know you guys like Jason Peters. He's the best old lineman that I can remember in franchise history. Maybe Brown back in the day, Bob Brown. Okay, but he's the best. The team's been around since like 1930. And 33, 30, somewhere in there. Kelsey's the best lineman you've ever had. Offensively. Best, best center I have seen in a long time. Head fakes, gets up on, and he's not the biggest dude on the planet. What a great football player. I mean, dude, kudos. 
he is without a doubt a special player. Whoever drafted him should get a raise. Our defense was horrible, but we got the W. It's 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 the style. I got and, and, and guys, I'm gonna go and ask you this. I would choose Kelsey over Peters any day. He handled the Packers. Packers D is not that bad. They're just underachieving. John Runyon was a good player, Martell. Surely was. This guy's something else. Andy Reid got him. Man. Unbelievable. He's a great football player. Andy Reid and just the coaching of Stoutland too. Best football player that that franchise has ever had offensive line wise is that man right there. He is the best at one of the hardest positions to play center. Jason Kelsey's your greatest. If he is the Reggie White of your offensive line. The things that he does in slipping and scooping and getting up on the second and third levels, running those sweeps like that in year 12, 13, it gives me goosebumps on how great he is. Not good. Not good. Spectacular. I've played against some of the greatest centers of all time. The shit he does. I don't mean to go on this long rant here with this, but offensive linemen don't get enough love. That guy is the Reggie White for the Philadelphia Eagles franchise for offensive linemen. It is a pleasure to watch him play. It's a privilege to watch him play. Most teams beat you one way. Birds beat you many ways. But not in the passing game. You don't have anybody that's playing in the last month spectacular offensive line-wise. I mean, offensive wide receiver-wise, excuse me. Kelsey special. By the way, here's another guy that's going to get love. Hey, Big, thank you. Miles Sanders needs more love. Are you really going to allow Miles Sanders to walk out the building at the end of the year, Howie? Are you really? He is your second best offensive football player right now. He has been the most consistent player. To Jalen Hurts all season long, including AJ. And the only reason that he's now in the two-hole is because Goddard is hurt. Goddard was number two. He's number one. I'm sending you to Miramar. Some of you would get that. I can't believe what I'm doing here, but I've got to send you to Top Gun. I've got to send you to Top Gun here. Are you really going to let that guy walk out the building? Miles can be replaced? Sure hope so. You got a guy averaging a nickel. 
5.1 yards a carry. He's fifth in the league in rushing. He's going to go to the Pro Bowl. He could be a Pro Bowler. He could be a Pro Bowler. I don't think Hurt's style is not a style. That is a style, but still. He goes buck wild. Big. That style doesn't win championships as of today. Could Jalen Hurts change that? Of course. Of course. They're not signing Miles Sanders back. Gainwell is not Miles Sanders. And that Boston kid is a dude. They're they're good. Hey, but when you have an offensive line like that, can you imagine if you had true talent back there? And I'm not saying Miles is not true talent. I think he is. But can you imagine if you had Dalvin Cook back there? With that old line, you'd have a 2,000-yard rushing. Shit, you had 300 yards with two players almost rushing last night against the Packers. Here's JM. Sanders is benefiting from the O-line. So is Jalen Hurts. You can't dismiss one for the other. So is Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts doesn't have the same O-line. He's not getting 157 yards rushing. You think Jalen Hurts is getting 157 yards rushing with Chicago's O-line? Not happening. Not happening. You need players around you, my friends. You got shit talent around you. You're going to have shit results too. Jesse, Derrick Henry behind that old line? I, I, that would be scary. That would be scary. Tarkington. I missed the Tarkington one. Eagles should use two, a second round or a third on a running back. They probably will. If Fields can do what Jalen can, do what? They're not winning. They're not winning in Chicago. Hen, we need a running back bruiser for those short gains in red zone TD so Jalen doesn't have to do the dirty work. Yeah, but Hen, I said this at the top here. And by the way, I'm going to get into a topic here in a second. Um... Run that guy. You play Jalen as hard as you can. I'd rather have five years of Jalen Hurts, okay, and trying to win a Super Bowl than 10 years of doing nothing and just trying to protect him. Let him play. Don't. How many times have you seen organizations try changing players and it's never benefited? Fields has a busted shoulder to boot. That's the style of play. It never lasts. Hertz is not a 10-year player like that. He may prove it wrong. 30 carries last two weeks is not sustainable. It's just not. Even though he protects himself. 
By the way, it is Mahomes and Hurts, and then it's everyone else in the league for MVP. The gap between one and two is not as significant as you think. The gap between two and three is Grand Canyon. Those two guys have played the best. They got the best records, too. Nine and two, ten and one. Blankenship will have Epps' spot. You don't make that play without having good instincts. He also got beat a couple times, Ray. CJ out four weeks would be would 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 hurt. But it would hurt only in the Dallas game, in my opinion. Avante Maddox is being, I'll tell you what, I thought that Jordan Davis's loss was big, but Avante Maddox's loss is even bigger. Brother said, Hertz took a couple of hits. You don't like to see. Brother, he, I'll tell you one thing though. Brother Hannibal, he, he, he's pretty smart though, isn't he? How he protects himself. He's pretty smart. He gets down. He, he's definitely, someone's taught him the art of sliding. That's something Tua can't. Tua needs to get a page out of Jalen Hurts' uh, repertoire on how to get down. If Jalen isn't going to be a 10-year quarterback, then Allen, that's right, Isaiah. No. Okay, you're right. Okay, I agree. Allen doesn't get down. He doesn't protect himself. He's in the same boat. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. This is not just isolated to Jalen Hurts. This is the history of that style, is what I'm telling you. That style is not for long. Anton, who's the best quarterback Hurts has beat to date? Aaron Rodgers, it's not close. Allen plays reckless. He sure does. He may have a shorter career than Jalen if he don't keep it, keep it smart out there on the field. James says, Jalen doesn't step in the pocket as much as I'd like. Tries too much. Hey, James, there were wide open guys that he just took off running. But can I tell you why I think he does that, Jalen Hurts? He would rather take off running, knowing full well that they can't defend him, and it's a lower percentage chance of turnover, and he'd rather have it. Get this. Think about this, James. Instead of throwing that ball down the field to a wide open potential guy that could be tipped or what have you, you know what Jalen's position is? If it's second and 10, he'd rather have it at second and eight because the percentages are in his favor that that's not going to be a turnover play. He's so smart. Jalen Hurts plays the game as a savant. He's he's one of the smartest young quarterbacks I've ever seen on that style. And knowing what the limitations are on it and knowing what to do, when to punt, when to slide, when to have second and one, how many, 
How many third and ones have the Eagles been in this year that they've picked up? A billion? Every single time that it's third. How many times do we say this about the Eagle offense? That thing is never third and 10. The one thing that he has done magically this year has kept that third down in short yardage, which always gives you a chance of success when he does that. Maniac says, I'm glad he runs because that quest fumble could be the reason for our only loss this season. Those are turnover plays, Maniac. That's what I'm saying. He'd rather run the ball because it's a lower percentage of turnover. He's the guy who touches the ball the most of any player on the offense outside of the center. Why not put the ball in the hands of your best player? Why do it in somebody else where you could have a potential turnover? Sills, would you get Melvin Gordon? No. Melvin Gordon is a turnover machine. Why add a turnover machine to the Eagles? Why would I do that? Why would I add a guy who struggles on holding on to the football? I'd rather have Kenneth Gainwell. I'd rather have Boston. The one thing those guys aren't doing is turning it over. KC goes, is A.J. Brown hurt? I don't know. He's had a pathetic month. Turnovers, fumbles, had a touchdown. Not as He's not been very productive for four weeks. Okay? He's just not been. He's got to pick it up. Sills, does Rodgers ever play for Green Bay? Does Rodgers ever play for Green Bay again? Depends on how Jordan Love plays the rest of the way out, I think. I wouldn't play him the rest of the way. By the way, one more time here. I'll say this again here. The Eagles special teams, start putting your frontline guys in. Because the guys that you have right now are horseshit. And they're going to cost you a football game that matters. Green Bay should go with love? Absolutely. Hopefully AJ playing his former team will get him back in his groove. That's pathetic, though. You're playing for a 10-1 football team right now. How does that not get you motivated? Playing against my former team? No, <clears throat> no disrespect, Isaiah, but that sounds like you're talking to a preschool guy. I don't need to be motivated. I'm 10-1. I'm most likely going to have home field advantage in the playoffs. Do I really need concocted motivations to get myself ready to play? I mean, seriously, I'm making $100 million. I'm not saying your theory's wrong. I'm saying, but do I really need to have a guy on my freaking football team that needs to be motivated because he's playing against his former team? You make $25 million a year. Get your ass out there. I'm sick. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Ray's right. 
The Titans are going to try to manhandle the Eagles. What up, Craig? Hey, I did I did like the gear low last night. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Here's the topic. I think this is going to be a pretty interesting topic for you guys. Is Jalen Hurts the most gifted quarterback in Eagles history? Now, everyone played in a different era. So I'm not going to go like this. Well, this era here, that you know, they threw the ball 11 times. Cunningham, most gifted. He's only 24. Would we agree, Jaws? Cunningham, Sonny Jurgensen, Van Buren, McNabb, Vic, Wentz. Wentz holds almost all your single season records. Thank you, Joyce. Imagine this offense with Buddy's defense. Jalen Hurts, to me, is not Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham today in today's NFL would be Patrick Mahomes. I think Randall's more gifted than Mahomes. Horrible O-line, had some good players, but Randall was ahead of his time. I don't think I've ever spoken to you guys about this, but to me, the best quarterback you've ever had in your franchise's history is Randall Cunningham. And I never really thought it was close with anyone else, including Carson. That guy could do everything, run, throw, punt. He's an All-American punter. There wasn't anything Randall Cunningham couldn't do. And in today's NFL, can you imagine him with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and that old line? Randall Cunningham would be Patrick Mahomes. He'd throw for 5,500 yards. Randall had a gun. Now, maybe I'm biased because I played against him. But to me, the best quarterback, and do I see some of the same traits that Jalen may have? I, I, I just don't think he has the arm that Randall did. And I, I just... He may be as good, but Randall was a big time. And when Randall was in open space running, he was like Lamar Jackson. I don't think you guys really fully understand. When you guys ask me to go, Sills, how good do you think Jalen is? I always revert back to Randall and go, you think he's that guy? 
where you think he's Vic? I don't. But there is an intangible about him that puts him in that conversation. Randall Cunningham was special. Imagine if Andy and Randall instead of me. Randall Cunningham would have won a Super Bowl. Randall Cunningham would have won a Super Bowl with Andy Reid. Roaming. Randall was the quarterbacks like Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. He was that. That's why when people go, isn't Mahomes great? I go, you, you had that guy. He was in Philly, but the shitty ownership in Norman Brayman never put enough talent around him because he didn't want to spend the economic money for him. I was asked this question about Jalen. Do you think this kid has a chance to be the greatest quarterback in Eagle history? I'm like, no. No. He could end up being maybe the most accomplished. Maybe the most accomplished. But as an overall threat, Jalen Hurts is not a, a bigger threat than what Randall was. And I think anybody who's in here now who was part of that era and watched it would agree. Randall was special. If Randall played in the Super Bowl instead of McNabb, you win. Correct. Correct. Can you imagine, though, you're at, but what we're doing with Jalen Hurts here, we're doing this with Hurts. We're now talking about Jalen being Pro Bowl, MVP, best potentially in the history of the franchise. What an absolute ascent to where he is today. That common sense conversation that we used to have about whether or not the Eagles believe he's the guy. They're going to look at Jalen Hurts now like they look at Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Has Jalen now put himself in the Lamar Jackson category? Has Jalen Hurts put himself in the category of Lamar Jackson? Like, when you think of Lamar, do you think... Lamar's an MVP already. Lamar's already an MVP. Unanimous. Do you put him in that conversation? Bro, an old Randall Cunningham with the Vikings, with Moss... Chris Carter and Jake Reed, crazy. That dude used to punt too. Ray, he was on the All-American punt team. If Hurts keeps it up, his numbers minus the TD throws will be better than Lamar's MVP season. You're saying minus the touchdown throw numbers of 30. I think it was 36 that year. I think it was 36. Okay. Hey, for the record, I don't know if I said it. I thought Jalen Hurts was undefensible last night. You know, I kidded on my Twitter page. I said, you have the best running back, and he's a hell of a running back, just to kind of prod people. You couldn't defend him last night. Couldn't defend him. Packers had no answers for him. 
He systematically outplay. I don't give a shit. Watch this. I think you guys will understand it and appreciate this. I don't give a shit what the record for the Packers was. He was the better quarterback on the field between him and Aaron Rodgers. How many times do you think quarterbacks, when they step on the field, including Dak, Dak wasn't the better quarterback that stepped on the field three weeks ago in Green Bay. He wasn't. Dak was not the best quarterback. Now, again, it was on the road. Jalen had it at his place still. Dak's got more equity because he's played longer. Jalen Hurts was the best quarterback on the field last night. And we're not talking about Tyler Heineke here or David Mills or Sam Ellinger or Ryan, Matt Ryan. We're talking about Aaron freaking Rodgers. Broken hand and all, I don't care. You beat one of those guys, that's the most significant personal victory that he's had so far as a Philadelphia Eagle quarterback. That is his personal crowning achievement. It's like when Mahomes beat Brady this year in Tampa. You don't think that that matters to those guys? When you get a chance to beat one of those dudes, Rodgers, Breeze, Manning, both. Right? You beat him. And, and and to what Xander and I were saying, when it comes to Jonathan Gannon, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is the new style of defense. It, what, what did I call it when we opened up the show? What did I call it? 60 minutes of prevent. Sixty minutes of prevent. I'm going to throw a stat at you here. National media ranks us over the Cowboys this week. Why wouldn't they, Anton? Anton, anybody who puts the Cowboys ahead of the Eagles, the only team that I could see would be the Chiefs. Outside of that, Still, should the Eagles use two first-round picks on a D-lineman? Edge rusher. Edge rusher. Is Jordan Love the guy after Rodgers? We're going to find out. Guys, I want to throw this number at you here with what Jalen did last night. 153 throwing the ball, 157 yards rushing the ball. Michael Vick. Had 173 yards and 173 yards passing and running. I remember this game. You guys remember this game in the playoffs when Kaepernick did this? 263 yards passing, 181. I think it was against the 49ers. He did that in a playoff game? No, he did that for the 49ers. I think he did it against the Packers in the playoffs, right? Am I right when I say that? That Kaepernick threw for 263 and ran for 181. And I think he did that against the Green Bay Packers. I think he did that actually at Lambeau. 
when he did that. Lamar Jackson, 236, 152. He did that in his MVP season of 2019. What do all these guys have in common with Jalen? Michael Vick, 173 and 173. Kaepernick, 263, 181. 49ers beat the Packers. Lamar, 236, 152 in 2019. What do they all have in common? Now, one of those guys won significant games at all as a starting quarterback in the NFL. What makes Jalen different? What makes Jalen different than Michael Vick, Colin Kaepernick, and Lamar? And by the way, Kaepernick got to a Super Bowl and won an NFC championship. Why is Jalen different? Probably because his team's better. Michael Vick's team that year was not as good as the Philadelphia Eagles. Kaepernick, that 49er team was pretty good. 263-181, they beat the Packers that year in the playoffs. I think that was the NFC Championship game. GT, you're not suggesting that that Jalen reads a lot of defenses, are you? There's really not a lot of guys out there with big numbers right now. I feel with Hurts, he's the best Eagle quarterback I've ever seen. So mature. So humble. Agreed. Since Jalen Hurts, Michael Vick, who's a better passer? I think Vick. Vic's a better athlete. What is the difference? His ears is the difference. Milk cartons tomorrow, my friends. Oh, three. How much does the special teams concern you? A lot. That's why I said this. Put in some of your frontline guys. Start playing them. More significantly, why not have the advantage? Why would you put your shittiest players on special teams? It's a fundamental flaw. It's a coaching thing. That's poor coaching. So who's telling you this, Howie? I would look at Howie Roseman and go, you want me to put that guy who's 10 times less of a player in on special teams? Well, that's why you had three. That's why you had three kickoff returns of fifty yards or more last night, because you put your shitty players there. Did you not think that that was going to be a factor? Stills, are you singing tomorrow? No, I didn't pick the Packers to win. I didn't pick them to win. I, I, I said that I'd be shocked if they hung in there and they actually made it a seven-point game. Special, we can't afford frontline guys to get hurt. Then you're going to get hurt on special teams. 
N'Kobe Dean was spotted. I saw him too. All right, let me take Gary Cobb will join us from Fox 29 at the bottom of the hour, as he always does on a Monday. Um, I want to talk more about the defense. I want to get more into the defense. Um, and some of the things that I think that they're doing that are fundamentally wrong, in my opinion. Okay, I want to hit on that. Do me a favor, guys. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. Don't wait until after Thanksgiving for leftovers. It's the new leftover sales event at Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Jeff must get rid of hundreds of new 2022 vehicles on the lot. Rams, Grand Cherokees, Wranglers. Jeff has them all for less. Jeff has reduced prices and payments to the lowest they've been all year. And Jeff knocks down high interest rates, save thousands more than anywhere else. Plus, get more for any trade or lease return. You always win at Jeff's great selection, best price. Hurry in now. Jeff D'Ambrosio Destination Downingtown. Nobody treats you better. Black Friday sales event. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go for the beers, go for the cheers, go for the hit and the hits, go for the scene, go for the screens, go for the gallery, go for the win, go to Ocean. University, our graduates are among the most highly trained in their profession because of our unique emphasis on research, interprofessional collaboration, and early clinical exposure. Learn more about our programs at salus.edu. Oh, my boy keeps winning. Man. Garoppolo's now 44-19-0. 
26 to 37, 222, one touchdown. Jimmy G, baby. Damn. That dude's going to make a killing, man. Garoppolo's going to be in New York. He's going to play for. He's going to. You know what he's going to do in the offseason? Garoppolo's going to go like this. Which New York team wants me? Who's going to give me more pasta fazool? Who, who, what, what? Where, where am I going to have a, like a like my own table in Soho? Who wants Jimmy G? <laughs> Holy cow! This guy's going to be the star in New York. This guy's going to be the best thing to hit New York since Joe Namath. Jimmy G, baby! Man, that Forty Nine er team looks good. They're just a grind it out, man. Shut people out, beat people up. Holy cow, they got a bunch of great football players. Their, their linebackers are all world. Their pass rushing edge rusher is one of the best, if not the best, in the league. I mean, they got the best offensive tackle in the game. They got a tight end. They got Christian McCaffrey. Holy shit. Go get him, Jimmy. Jimmy. God, I love Jimmy G. Love me some Jimmy G. Damn, Jimmy G, silly. What's wrong with Jimmy G? All he does is win. He's like Jalen, but more accomplished. Garoppolo is like Jalen, but more accomplished. Oh, I should say Jalen's more like him. Before you can talk about the GOAT, Jimmy Garoppolo is one of the greatest 49er quarterbacks of all time. Let's see. Montana, Young, have been to Super Bowls. Um, Kaepernick had the job taken from him. Jimmy's been up there in 140. He's 44-19. I don't know. I thought two of the last three NFC title games. Jimmy! Who, John Brody's third? Or wait, Jim Drunkenmiller. Who would be the third best quarterback in Niner history? Why Tittle? Probably Why Tittle. Put Why in there. Jimmy G. Jimmy G, baby. One of the greatest 49er quarterbacks of all time. One of the more accomplished. I, 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 love, I love Eagle Guy. Well, Jalen's, but no, he has not done nothing uh, remotely near this guy. He hasn't won like him. And he hasn't won anything significant like him. How you doing? Jimmy, baby. Jeff Garcia didn't win shit in San Francisco. Shit. Shit. How you doing? Jimmy G. Look at this guy. Woo. Woo. How you doing? Before I move on. Hey, hey, Xander, you'll appreciate this. Okay? So everyone's now saying that Jim Harbaugh, the coach of 49ers, Kaepernick, by the way, is the best college football quarter, uh, quarterback coach, coach in college football because he beat overrated, overrated Ohio State. Big Ten sucks. Michigan will be 21-point underdogs if they play Georgia. You'd probably be 14- to 17-point underdogs if you played Alabama. 
Michigan. <laughs> the guy in Athens has now got two consecutive seasons of being undefeated. He's going to another SEC title game. He's got a chance to win another national championship, and he's not the best? Oh, but Jim Harbaugh is. Unbelievable. Jim and Jake. Niners are coming for the Eagles too, boy. They're coming for the Eagles. They're going to be on Lincoln Financial for the NFC Championship game. How you doing? South Carolina is better than Michigan. Dude, how about that, man? Last two weeks, JM? Spencer Rattler, right? Beat Tennessee and Clemson. I don't know. Hurts. Sills, does Bryce Young go top five? Bryce Young's going number one. Bryce Young is going to go to the uh, Houston Texans. He's going to be the quarterback for the Texans. He'll be the number one player taken. Bryce Young was awesome in the Auburn game. I watched it. KC, it will be at Lincoln Financial. Jimmy Jake! Well, he's already gone there and beat Jalen. Oh, and that was a different 49er team too. Because there was no Christian McCaffrey. And, and Nick Boza was hurt in that game. So the Niners are also better. <laughs> so wait, you, Jimmy G's got a better football team going into Lincoln Financial than he did a year ago? Oh, I can't wait. The Paisan man rolling into town, baby. How you doing? South Philly better get ready for Jimmy G. Better get the cannolis ready. He's coming for you. He's going to carve out something real nice. Lincoln Financial. How you doing? How you doing? Bottom of the hour, Gary Cobb from Fox 29. And Jalen got his weapon. Where's he been? Hey, dude, I can tell you this. There's a strong candidate for the milk carton tomorrow. Okay, and he wears number 11. There's a strong candidate for milk carton. Have you seen this guy the last month? Because I haven't. Where is he? How many people still think that Jalen Hurts is going to throw for four grand? Xander thought he's going to throw for 57,000 yards and 72 touchdowns. I'm like, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> He thought he was going to throw for 70 touchdowns at the beginning of the year. You know, this guy, but he won't even hit 26. He's not going to hit 26 touchdowns. He's going to have about 26 touchdowns, 3,800 yards passing. And there he is. That's who he is. GT, baby. He's going to get there, huh? He ain't on pace for it anymore. He's kind of dipped below it a little. I think it's been a month now. Has it been a month since he threw for 200 yards in a game? Damn. You got a big-time offense that doesn't throw for 200 yards in passing. How you doing? Lachey, there isn't anything wrong with that as long as you're 10-1. and one. MVP under four grand. How you doing? So you're a 49er fan? I'm not a 49er fan. I'm not a... F- no, 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 Anthony. Anthony, I'm here to help you. I'm here to help you. 49er fan. Who told you that? 
Big Sills is not a fan of anything, man, except the people that tune in here. I'm a fan of you guys. Told you this. Stop asking dumb questions like that, Anthony. How you doing, Anthony? Jimmy G, baby. That passing shit won't win championships. Jesus. Lachey's probably one of the only people on the planet that actually gets it. You're right, Lachey. It's about how you manage third down. And Jalen does as good as anybody in the league at managing third down. How many times in the first hour did I say this? Guys, the key to the success of this team being 10-1 this year, they're constantly in third and short. You know how that one thing that aggravates me on first and second down that the defense gives up eight yards, nine yards, is the opposite thing that I love about the offense. They're always in third and short. Always. They're always third and short. Eagles are doing great. I'm from the city and I love it. Major. You know what, Major? Have you ever seen a 10 and one team so shit on before in your life? You know, hey, this team here, you know, their special team sucks. And, you know, we sit here, I'm like the 10 and one. <laughs> right? A guy just went for 300 yards of total offense, right? Guy went for 157 on the ground. Okay. Beat Aaron Rodgers. And by the way, again, I don't care what the Packer record is. When you play one of those guys, when you play one of those guys like Brady, Rodgers, Breeze, nobody cares what the records are. Because personally matched up, hey, man, you beat the guy. If I was Jordan Love, I if I was Jordan Love, hey, by the way, Jordan Love coming in like that, good for him. I'm happy for him. I hope he gets a chance to show that he could be the guy there. I haven't seen him play in three years. I, I, I totally, I hope that he gets an opportunity. Jimmy G is so good, Cilio. He is a backup to Trey Lent. Yeah, Howie, that's right. You're lucky that guy got hurt. You're lucky in San Francisco that guy got hurt. And by the way, Howie, he never was beat out for the job. They took it from him. They took it. He was never beat out. They took it. He didn't earn a job. Trey Lance earned a job with what? His two plays he had two years ago? <laughs> hey, I had to YouTube it. And I YouTube the one game that he played. He's played like two games in the last four years. I had to YouTube the guy. Is that Trey Lance? They go, yeah. I go, North Dakota State? Same place that Wentz came from? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Took that guy number two. I'd rather have Mac Jones. Trey Lance. One play, Trey. <laughs> okay. Seals, you know we could clinch a playoff spot this week. I'm glad to help you, GT, when I picked you to get to the NFC Championship game. You're welcome. You're welcome. Said you played the Bills in the Super Bowl. You're welcome. Scott, really, man. 
The guy played barely any times when he was in college, man. I'm not taking anybody from a conference, North Dakota State. Shit, Barrett told me he went up there and called a game once. I was like, dude. I was like, hey, hey, man, were there any brothers up there at all? He's like, nope. <laughs> I go, damn, that helps even white. Shit, man. He started laughing, man. I'm like, dude, really? Not me. Eagles play the Bills in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are winning. No. You're a hater of hurt so bad you can't bring Josh Allen no more so you bring Jimmy G. No, I can still bring Josh. I would re- – here, all around, just to make it fair, I would still rather take Josh Allen than Jalen Hurts as my starting quarterback. He's a better talent. He just needs to be coached better. Yes, I'll take Josh Allen. Okay, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll take Allen. You can have Jalen. It's okay. You can have him. No problem. I'll take the guy in Buffalo. The Bills are too banged up. Well, wait a minute, legal. Have you taken a look at your secondary? There's a rumor that CJ's out four weeks. Do you, you, do you want to go there too about your guys? There's a rumor going around that CJ's rib injuries. Hey, hey, by the way, you want to hear something really cool? So I'm listening to, um, I watched the game and listened to Merrill and Mike Quick last night. Those guys are great. Hey, Xander, I'm going to say something here, but guys, please do me a favor. What it is, I don't get Howard Eskin on the sideline. Is he there for commentary? I, he was wrong about every single thing he said. Well, I think it's really a significant knee injury here, and th- it, it, this was CJ. And I'm listening to it, and he's like, it's a significant knee injury. And you know what that usually means? And comes back, he goes, oh, it's a rib injury. And, you know, they're saying that he's got issues and he's probably not coming back. And I'm like, okay, well, you couldn't have been more wrong about that. Talking about injuries as a sideline guy is a taboo. Don't talk about that. You don't know. You're not a doctor. Howard's giving, like, medical advice on the sidelines. I'm like, who, who, who is – what? He's giving medical advice on the sidelines, not examining the guy or knowing anything about medicine. And I'm sitting there going, uh, you can't be any more of a taboo thing to do. Especially when family are listening to the game. Oh, I think this guy's got like a skull injury. <laughs> I was like, what's next? I was, every time, every time Merrill went down to him, I, I, I was like, oh my God, what's he going to say now? This guy's got a skull injury and they're saying he's in a concussion protocol. He comes back, you know, he's got a cold. I'm going, oh my on, man. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. Yeah, he's got a significant knee injury. Comes back. No, no, it's a rib injury. No, I thought the broadcast was great, though, man. I, dude, I, I thought the broadcast, I mean, Merrill, Merrill is just really great to listen to. Please hit the like button. We're going to talk to our friend Gary Cobb here in a couple of seconds. Um, let, me, let, me, let me put this out there to you about your defense. Am I wrong? Xander said this last hour before we went on the air. Can you play defense today like Buddy did? 
I think this, I'm going to ask Gary Cobb this question. Can you play defense today? Like that shit, can, can you play defense today like Brian Dawkins? Can you play defense today like Jeremiah Trotter? Can you play the way they played back in the day? I don't think you can. You guys are a firm believer in Jalen Hurts' style. I'm not. And I think that's a generational thing. I think you still have to win games from the pocket. Jalen Hurts didn't win that game from the pocket last night. He won that game with the 49 carries that the offense had. Two touchdown passes, I get it. But that's not a prolific passing offense. It's never going to be. They're going to they're as good as that old line play. 49 attempts. They reverted back to who they were a year ago. Jalen's gotten better. He has. He still hasn't gotten better at spreading the ball around. He, he, he hasn't. But he's gotten better at seeing the game. This is where he's improved. Seeing the game. Thinking the game. Keeping it in third and short. I mean, if you look at it, who, like I said, the guy who's having the second best season in your offense is not a receiver. Well, I, I'm going to take that back. Because he's still playing well right now. But I would say this to you. The guy who's playing the best football all year long outside of Jalen Hurts has been Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders right now is on pace for 1,400 yards. A.J. Brown the last month has been a no-show. Devontae, bunch of wheel routes. You know, he's going to have pace for 87 87 catches and 900 yards. That's not productive in today's NFL. That team is winning being in third and short, 49 carries, that old line, and you got a quarterback who's making the right decisions. Let's bring our friend in Gary Cobb from Fox 29 and, 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 and get his spin on this. Gary, am I right when I say that right now that, I mean, they've kind of reverted back to being a little bit of who they are, which is cool because, Gary, when you can run the ball for 363 yards, you and I, we see that in college. That's right. <laughs> we don't see that in the pros. Just your takeaway from last night's win, 40 to Well, 30. you know, uh, again, um, I'm not crazy about seeing, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts running the ball that much. Uh, but, you know, now the runs, though, where he's out in the clear just running, he's not going to get hurt doing that. It's when you're in close area and guys are getting shots at him, you know. Because I tell you, uh, back in the day, I don't know if we'd, we'd have been cool with a uh, quarterback running that much. He would, would really have to watch out for himself because the guys would go after a quarterback running that much and stuff. But anyway, he, he's, uh, you know, he just he, he's been the key. You know, he, he was the one that helped them win that game. And, of course, uh, the Indianapolis game as well. But. Uh, I, I like what they were doing from the standpoint that they took advantage of of what they could do. I mean, and, uh, uh, you know, the Packers were letting have them have this opportunity where they were not taking, 
you know, in, in uh, or they were taking it for granted that oh, he's just a quarterback, you know, like it's um, like it's Aaron Rodgers uh, uh, they're, they're playing against. No, come on, Jalen can run, and you can see speed wise he can run. I mean, he's like four four, you know, he can run. So uh, when you get him out there, uh, you know, he can really create problems. I'm not crazy about it because on the long term, you, you can't rely on that because you're going to run the risk of him getting hurt. 30 uh, carries, Gary, in the last two weeks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Is that sustainable? Uh, no, it's not. It's not. But, you know, if all he was doing were those, were those draws, now some of those were, were draws. There were quarterback draws where they knew the numbers and the way it was set up that he's going to be running into open field. Now, he's not going to get hurt like that because, you see, he won't even take a shot. He'll either run out of bounds or slide. When he's doing that, I'm cool with any of the running. But, see, once you start where you got defenders out there, and I forgot the kid, 20. 20 was trying to get him, you know. He came after him a few times. He's one of the safeties for Green Bay. He came after. He almost had a couple shots at him. And, you know, you got to realize that, Without without Jalen Hurts, the party's over. There will be no party if Jalen Hurts is not healthy. So that's why I'm not crazy about that. But I got I got to give them credit, and they found they found a way to win. Man, to carve up three hundred some yards rushing. Man. Wow! You never and, see and, uh, you I never see what, numbers. You never see numbers like that. But Gary, no. let me expand on something you said. I, I like the physical stuff, though. They're getting back to yeah. some of the physical I, stuff I, with I the line. I agree with you here. I, Gary, I like that because, hey, you can do that all day long. If you're pushing people around, that's what football is about. And you know what? It's demoralizing. It opens up everything else. When you are physically pounding people, that's the best football you can play because you can do that in any weather. It doesn't matter where you're playing at. You're going like, hey, we hey, we don't care what the weather. Oh, it's snowing. We don't care. It's hot. We don't care because we're going to beat people up. That's and, and a great point, Gary, that yeah. this style of offense is built for any kind of weather situation. Snow, yeah. rain, sleet. Mm-hmm. It's not a high percentage passes down the field. They'd rather run it, yep. keep it in third and short. Um, and, and, I do want to expand okay, on something that you said here, though. Yeah. Michael Vick. Went for 173-173, passing and throwing. Callan Kaepernick in a playoff game against the Packers when he was with the Niners. Threw for 263 and 181, which was incredible. Lamar had 236 and 152 in 2019. Um, Gary, you and I are from the old school where you had to win games from the pocket. Are we now the old guy, get off my lawn guy? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I were the new wave of seeing these guys that are now mobile because one thing they have all in common, they haven't won anything. I mean, Michael Vick, Kaepernick. Kaepernick did win an NFC championship, and he did get to a Super Bowl. But yeah. Lamar hasn't really had postseason success yet. Why right. am I to believe Jalen's going to be any different than Michael Vick? Well, you know, uh, you know, I, that's why I, I – Or is it trending I, in a new way, Gary? Is that what I'm saying? Is it trending there to be – where now know, we're going to see new style of guys? You know, I, I, I've had the guys jabbing at me about this because, you know, I was saying – uh, in fact, I, I text quick <laughs> and I was telling him, you know, Hey, is this going, are they going to be able to do this against San Francisco against Dallas? Are they going to be able to do this? Cause that's who they're going to have to beat to go to the big dance, you know? And so, uh, you know, all, all the other things, now that they're 10 and one, see things change where now you, when you're 10 and one, Hey, you're 10 and one, you've already done that. We don't care about regular season. We're getting ready for the playoffs. That's what we're playing. That's what our mind is, getting ready for the playoffs. What is it going to take to win then? Because that's all it's about. doesn't matter what record you got. They can be pretty assured they're going to be in that dance. What does it take to go to the big dance? And so, you know, I, I, uh, I, I guess I'm going back into, you know, being, a, you know, old fo- talking to old football and everything. I, I want to see it happen because, Gary, I think you and me look at it like this. There's just not a high ceiling for these guys. I mean, look at Cam. He can't even get a job. He's beat up. Yep. Michael Vick never played but one season, a full 16 games. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, this is the first year where he'll play, if he gets through the tape, a full season. I mean, Gary, it's and just never, the and style never in the playoffs. play. You, you know, I, I tell you, you know, I, you know, I, I, I've been looking at like I've, I've just been in here looking at the tapes. You know, I got it on now. I'm, I'm looking at the game and going back and looking at all 22 and everything. You know, uh, I don't have a problem with them when they get they're playing physical football. I don't have a problem with that. And, and I I can see what they're doing with the quarterback draws, especially when you got Jalen running out in open open space. And he's running out of bounds. You're not going to get hurt like that. I just don't want to see him do it too much to where you become so dependent to where when, uh, you know, he's he's turning back inside and somebody gets a good shot at him, you know, and, and even some of the guys said, oh, don't say that, Cobb, that's bad luck. I said, man, forget all that bad luck stuff. Look, a helmet in the ribs is bad luck. You know what I mean? Uh, hey, a 300-pounder landing on the side of your knee, that's bad luck. Because then they got to come carry you off and the party's over. So I, I just want them to be guarded about that and then want Jalen to be guarded about it. If I was coaching them, I'd tell, hey, Jalen, remember, buddy, we don't care about one, two yards. If you're in danger, get on that daggone ground because right we'll be fine. as long as you're healthy, we're going to win this thing, you know? So, uh, so that's the way I would be about it. Um, so – I still I'm not crazy about, you know, when he, when he's running in tight spaces and things like that. But I do like when that offensive line is they are pounding people. They're running that ball up inside. He's handing that ball to Miles and they're running and they even bring the little guys in there. They got little 
uh, little guys in there running the ball. I want the guys look, <laughs> you know. And it's Gainwell. I kind of joke with them a little bit, but they, they got those little backs in there, and and they're gaining yardage and uh, and they're pushing people back. So that's what I think is uh, that I would like. I like to see them do all the time because nobody can ever take that away from you. But see. Teams are going to do like the coach and start sneaking an extra guy into that box. See? Spies. And, and, and when, you, when you're just running, you know, this uh, those, those option plays, rather than you're running a double team, come off on the double team, you know, get that linebacker, you know, old-fashioned football. They big and, they're big and physical, and they can, can do that all the time. And then when you throw, the, the throwing is going to be open because people are worried about the run. So – I do like – I like it like that because when I look at Dallas and I look at the 49ers, that's what they're doing, and that's what they're going to do. And I want the Eagles to be able to do that because they got to match that because they're going to try to get physical with the Eagles. They're going to try to run the ball on them. Especially a team like Tennessee, like a team like 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 Tennessee this weekend. Gary, I want to get right. you over – like Tennessee. Like to, to special teams here. Um, how I said we should address it, by the way – you cannot with a Jonathan Gannon. I call I call his defense the uh, the prevent sixty minute defense, and so to me, you can't be giving up three fifty yard kickoff returns and putting your defense in a position like that when you're when you're when you're doing this. So to me, how I would fix this, you got to start putting some of your front line guys, or get this. One of those games, like you just said, playing against San Francisco or Dallas or one of those games like that, they're going to put you in a bind that you're not going to be able to crawl out of. You're right. You're right. And, you know, and, and you get in against good teams uh, who are going to have good special teams and you end up losing the game because of that. And, and, and you got to remember that when you get into those playoffs, in those playoff games, hey, all it takes is one bad game and it's over. You know, all of the parade stops. Everybody goes home. You know, so the uh, the special teams. I mean, they're just awful. You know, uh, I'm gonna look at it closer and maybe start identifying people because you gotta have guys down there. It's simple. Come on, you gotta run down, uh, see where the ball is, get off the block, and make the tackle. You know, uh, but you know, obviously, you know, a lot of times on special teams, they got guys out there that don't want to be out there. And they're just trying to hide rather than get out there and make a play, you know, get off the block. Cause you see them running up, up through there. Nobody's coming off the block. Look, everybody gets blocked. Get off the block and make a play. The guy's running by you. Get that guy off of you. You got to get off there and make a play. And I, I didn't see that. I saw guys getting blocked and staying blocked. And that means you got a guy, a lot of guys out there that are not giving it everything they got. They're not out there fighting like they're, careers on the line and I think some of them's career is probably going to end because they're probably going to get some of those backups they, they'll get a guy out of there if you don't want to play special teams if you're a backup linebacker or backup defensive uh, lineman a defensive end and you don't want to play special teams well then maybe you don't believe you don't belong here hey, hey, hey Garrett I'll say this too watching some of those Packer wide receivers running across those seams like that wide open like that yeah I mean you know, Gannon plays, he he totally believes in that bend but don't break. I guess that's the modern coordinator of today because yeah. they keep everything in front of you. But, boy, I just – just your takeaway from that, man. I mean, well, it, it, you know, it's, it's so 
they were so wide open last yeah. night. I, I thought I was watching a college game. You know, he just does that game in and game out. Wouldn't you have blitzed also too, Jordan Mixed Love? It up. When Jordan Love up. came in, he hasn't played any That's football. Right. That's Why right. don't I mean I get not blitzing Rogers? He's gonna read it, pick it up. Yeah. But wouldn't you have blitzed the young kid? Without a doubt. I mean, they gave him all the confidence. They they drop him back. They let him get his confidence with throw, with the short throws, and and you're not putting any pressure on the kid. I mean. You know, a, a young kid coming in there, he, he's not seeing things really quickly. And uh, you definitely want to want to put some pressure on it. Even, even if you run a zone blitz, you know, if that's what you want to do, if you don't want to give up, you can run a zone blitz where you got a guy coming and, and you're leaving the flat open. Okay? So if he, if he figures that out, then he gets the ball over there. Or he's going to wind up with a, with a helmet in his ear, you know? Um, what, one or the other. But, you know. You know, it's just frustrating. I mean, I'm I'm around this all the time. And Jonathan Gannon, with his mindset, what are you going to do? He, he's the no, guy he's over there. No, um, You can't dispute it here. I mean, yep. I'm I, I'm with you here. I, two last questions for you. This one here. Are they really going to let Miles Sanders run out the door here? Let me, You know, Gary, now that Goddard's gone down, mm-hmm. and here, here's, here's the number, Gary. L- listen to these crazy numbers. Right now he's fifth. With 900 yards rushing, it's a, it's a career high. 5-1, yep. which is the true number, mm-hmm. yards per carry. He's got eight touchdowns. And currently right now, Gary, he's on pace for 1,400 yards rushing. And he's on pace for 12 touchdowns. You're really going to let this guy, now that Goddard's gone down, he's probably been the most consistent player in that offensive huddle next to Jalen Hurts. Are they really going to let him walk out the building like that? Well, you know, I, I know that I thought that was the plan. You know, um, of course, you know, he hadn't had a big year. You know, he goes and continues at this pace and has a big year. I, I think they got to talk to him. They at least got to make some kind of offer to the kid. You know, so uh, I, I think that they would have to do that. It just would be kind of malpractice if you didn't offer him something. Uh, even though I, I do think they want to probably grab a couple kids in the draft and and have them in some fresh legs that they don't have to pay, I, I think that is their strategy. And and I I because because really you can't pay everybody because what is Jalen going to make? I mean that that's something you want to start talking about. I mean, Gary, I, I Gary, do you address that? At the end of the season, or do you address that going into training camp? Because he's got one more year. How do you think the way things are playing out, if everything continues to play out the way it is, you think they address that before the draft? Or do you think they start addressing it because it would be a contract extension? It would be something that they would add on to the current deal so they would get another year yeah, of the rookie salary. However, they probably prorate it with the with the signing bonus, and he would get a significant signing bonus, so that would cover him not going into another year making one point four million dollars. You think they address it before March seventeenth, the start of the new year, or I, after? I think I think they uh, they start talking to him. I think you got to go talk to his guy. You want it, uh, you know. You want the, the air to be, You you want a positive air. See. You know, because, you know, the kid's done everything you've asked him to do. So you want to keep it going that way. Um, so you want to start talking to him. And then 
I think you want to leave the door open for that to happen and, and look at the numbers. And um, I know there's supposed to be a, you know, a big uh, increase uh, in the NFL with the, the numbers. So with the salary cap. Yeah. The salary cap. So um, I think you want to definitely talk to him because, you know, Jalen has been very gracious about everything. He's, he's, he's been a uh, positive kid about everything. I think that he deserves that. And, you see what he's talking about, but I, yeah. I but Gary, you got Clutch Sports and Maverick Carter, and that group. They're not going to walk in there and go like this. Hey, you should take ten, fifteen million dollars less hey. just because it's Philly and you're a good dude. That's not what those guys are all about. I mean, you better believe it. You better those believe. Guys it. Are I mean, want top dollar for him. They're they're going to have to pay him. I I think because of the way everything's going. I mean, the year he's having. He's having an MVP year. So who's yeah, got but the card? So Carson Wentz. I, I know, but that was Carson. And, and that's why Carson got 30 a year then. See? Carson got 30 a year. So I I, I um I, I think you know you want to try to talk to him uh and talk to his guys, but you know, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go after the big dough. And you just gotta be creative about it. I think Howie has been very good about working with guys, and hopefully he can do that. He's got a good relationship, you know, with Jalen. Uh, it's, it's positive, and so I think that um, he's going to try to get, you know, his reps on board, uh, but he, they're going to have to pay him a lot of money, it, you know. You think they're giving think him 40 million? You think they're giving him 40 north of – you think they're giving him north of 40? I think it's going to be north of 40. I, I think it's going to be I, I don't see, you know, see. <laughs> you think they're going to give him north of $40 million? Well, I, I, I don't think they have a choice. Because right now, who are you going to give the MVP to right now if they got to give it? Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, you could give it to Mahomes. But there could be people say, you know. Agreed. Yeah, Mahomes has been great and everything, but golly, you know, this Oh, kid, no, I, I'm, he's, you know, Gary, I think it's the these kid, two guys and, like, everyone else yeah. after one and two. Yeah. But you yeah. know this, this MVP award, Gary, yeah. is numbers-driven. He's going to have 5,500 passing yards and almost 50 touchdowns, and plus he's with Reed. You know, they are nine and two. It's not like, you yeah. know, they're six and five here. That's They've right. got one less loss than what the – um than what the Eagles do. So it's not like we're talking to, and plus they took Tyree kill away from them. That's right. I mean, what would Jalen be if you took, you know, we're finding that out a little bit with Goddard being taken away. And yeah. yet Patrick Mahomes has increased his numbers. Yes. Uh, so uh, Mahomes getting the award. I could definitely see that. The thing is that this kid has done everything he they could have wanted and more. So and more. And then, you know, when you, you talk about, you know, uh, the guys that are representing him, <laughs> they're, they're coming in there with the machete. <laughs> Maverick Carter, A, and Clutch Sports, so, they, don't, they don't work for free. <laughs> so so all I can say is, man, like, uh, man, I, I just hope, you know, they, they hope everything stays positive, but they're going to want the money. And, and right now, I mean, with all of the so many quarterbacks, you know, up over 40, you're going to have to give him over 40. Wow. Hey, your boy, uh, Caleb Williams, he won the Heisman at USC. It looks like he's good. I mean, he's, you got the same situation. I mean, <laughs> the kid has had a great year. 
You know he uh, makes four and a half million dollars a year. I know. I, I know. Hey, Gary, can you imagine USC hey. and all you guys with all that team, hey. those great football teams that you played with? Who yeah. were your running backs? Well, you know, when I got those, Ricky Bell, and um, we had I Charlie White and uh, Marcus Allen. <clears throat> you know, and uh, but we had that line, man. We got you know, Big Munoz and Matthews and those guys on that line, man. You know, Brad you, Buddy was there. Yeah, Brad Buddy was there, and Don uh, Mosbar. Yep, yep, all, all, all that gang, man. So you know, we all used to have wars in in, in in practice, man. We we had some good battles with those guys, but we 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 uh, you know, we ran the ball on people. That was old fashioned football. Absolutely, Gary. I appreciate it so much, man. Ten and one Philadelphia Eagles, and now man. Tennessee King Henry what? comes rolling in. Forty some a year, man. You think, hey, so $40 million a year, is it a three- or five-year deal for Jalen? You know, you want to get him for five at least. Um, See, hey, Gary, if I was a quarterback today, mm-hmm. because the market changes what you just said with the salary cap, I'd want a shorter-term deal so I could restructure my contract every three years and have my money go up. Shit, man. I think Dak Prescott's got a better deal than what Mahomes does. Mahomes signed a 10-year contract. Yeah. And and Dak's deal is going to be up soon. You're right. But if he happens to win something, he's making 42. This guy could, could potentially make $55 million next year. Hey. Well, hey, and you know, as strong as Mahomes is, he could go in there and say, man, <laughs> we need to talk. <laughs> we need to hey, we need to fix the numbers a little bit hey. because they're not adding up right. <laughs> we need Especially to talk. Especially if he wins another Super Bowl. I mean, you know, he's doing it with the way he's playing. So, you know, uh, those guys, I mean, because without that quarterback, man, you cannot go to the dance. You no don't way. have the QB. So those QBs are, are calling the shots. And, you know, with Jalen, man, wow, boy. I, I, I don't see how you can get out of there without giving them 40, though. Oh, God. Gary, love you, man. Thank you so much, my friend. All right. Hey, have a good one. You got it. Gary Cobb, Fox 29. Make sure you check his workout. You can also check him out over on, on Twitter, too. Please hit the like button. Hey, we got a lot to hit on. Also, week 12 of the National Football League. I got a bunch of results here. I want to hit on this. And by the way, $45 million, Gary Cobb said, for Jalen. We'll hit on it next. Keep it here on the National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him.
Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction, go with trust, and go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go birds. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask, including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. National Football Show, you want to hear something here? In 60 starts for Jimmy Garoppolo, 60 starts for Joe Montana, Steve Young, and Jimmy G. Jimmy G has three more wins. In 60 starts as a starting quarterback in San Francisco, then Steve Young and Montana. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And those guys had Super Bowl teams. Jimmy G. Woo. This guy's got more wins than Montana and Young in 60 starts. You can, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a 650 win percentage too. Like crazy great. Jimmy J. Oh yeah. DeMarco Ryan's going to be a head coach somewhere in the NFL. Absolutely. Look at Garoppolo, baby. Hey, Nick. Wake, hey, hey, Nick, wake me up when Jalen wins some games that matter. Just wake me up. Let me know. Let me know. Team game fool. Really? Then why is it the only stat when it comes to pro football reference that the quarterbacks get the one loss record? Ass bag. They're the only one that has the record of the team that they started on. Why is the quarterback position the only one in pro football reference when it comes to statistics? Because the quarterback gets all the heat and all the love. How you doing? It's okay. Take the rest of the day off. You'll be all right. It's a stupid stat. Of course it is because it doesn't play into you. How you doing? Jalen, I win some games against teams with under 500 records. The last team that you played at was above 500. They beat your ass at FedEx Field. (laughs) 
got another one coming in. That's going to be an interesting ball game, Tennessee. Jimmy G. Week 12 NFL, top of the hour. Woo! Man, that guy's good. How you doing? I love me some Jimmy G, man. King Henry. Since he held Henry to 38. I don't think that... I I, I don't think Joseph and um, Sue, I don't think they played that hot against Green Bay. They gave up eight yards of carry. I don't know. I don't think they looked all that hot last night. You think your run defense looked all that hot? Guy getting eight yards of hair. Guy getting eight yards of carry. 49ers lost four games to losing teams. Yeah, and you got shit all over by the Washington Commander, who are playing really good ball, though, man. Playing really good ball. Okay. Logan, you're so predictable, Sells. Weird how all I heard all season is Jalen Hurts can't beat Rodgers until now. No, I said it was a great win. I never said that. I said I don't really care what the record is when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. Jalen Hurts has a big-time win against a big-time quarterback. You must have missed it. It's okay. Most of you do miss it. Jimmy's complete trash. Yeah, all 44 and 19 of him in an NFC championship ring. And by the way, he's already beat your boy. Stardust, thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. We try to make it fun. They, they, they have nothing for me. Stardust. It falls on empty and hollow, you know? Until Jalen wins a trophy. I mean, you know, usually used to be when we were younger, we had to win a first place or second place or third place trophy. Jalen hasn't even won a first or second place trophy yet. Hi, this is Jalen Hurts. I've got third place. You know, uh, he, he hasn't even won a like a hat. Yeah. Oh, wait, he won a hat last year. He got to the playoffs. They backed in. And he, he got he got he got in the playoffs last year. His team carried him. He was the caboose. And the O-line was the engine. Kind of like last now. Jalen, Jalen's the engine this year. Jalen's the engine. Last year, Jalen was the caboose. It's common, says Mitchell. It is? I can't wait. Yeah, Jalen Hurts last year was the caboose. Now he's the engine this year. He, he clearly is the engine. Big Sills is claiming NFC championship ring. <laughs> Jimmy struggled against the poor Saints team. Well, let me take, let me see if he did. I actually got those stats. 26 to 36, 222. And Pretty much they've won since they put him in the starting lineup. And now they're the head dog in the NFC West. Yeah, you're right. He struggles. Was it four in a row now? <laughs> yeah, he's struggling. <laughs> I like Jimmy G struggling. The Eagles haven't struggled against the Colts or the Texans or shit, even the Packers in some part of that game last night. But Garoppolo struggles. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Niners are getting healthy. Nick coming to the link. Coming to the link. 
Jimmy J. Jimmy J. <laughs> Can you imagine Jimmy Garoppolo right now is in the conversation for the Most Valuable Player Award? Garoppolo. Geno Smith. Jalen Hurts. A crew of who's who. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, Geno Smith, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tua Tugavaiola, and of course Mahomes. Live egg on, on, on all on your face, Silk? For what? You haven't won anything yet. You're 10 and 1. Congratulations. I hope you don't get bounced. I hope you don't get bounced. Tua turned the ball over on <laughs> Sunday. Funny. Dank, I actually think I look spectacular on every take I have. You're the ones who look terrible. Hey, Dank, you still think your boy's throwing for 4,000 yards this year? He ain't. <laughs> he ain't. He'll throw for 38, 37, 37. I watch this, 37, 5. He'll land somewhere in there. Shit, man. Has Jalen Hurts thrown for 200 yards in the last month? Let me think. Let me see here. Jalen Hurts stats. Okay, one, two, three. Oh, wait, Houston, he threw for 243. Last three weeks, 153, 190, 175. That's great. <laughs> This is why you're a jackass. Uh, no, my wife would say it's more than this. Okay. Jimmy G and Hurts in the NFC title game will be an awesome game. Yeah, but Jimmy already beat him. Came to the link once and already won. What about the wins? What about the wins? How many times has that ever mattered, Dank, in the postseason? Well, the team with the most wins should always make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, because that always happens. And that, always, and that always goes down like that, right? Yeah. 3,000, three, three receivers over 1,000 yards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you won't have a you, – you, how about this? You got all this talent this year and an MVP candidate, and you're not going to have a wideout get 100 catches again. What happened? What, what, what happened to the $100 million guy? So you, you're still going to have a receiver with not 100 catches in your history of your franchise. A wide receiver, not tight end, wide receiver. And you just paid $100 million to him. How many turnovers does he have in the last three weeks? Step your game up, AJ. Let's go, dude. Mitchell, be nice. No, 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 hey. He's having a career year, though, Mitchell. Mitchell, what AJ's doing, he is having a career year. He was never over 1,100 yards at any time in his career in Tennessee. I don't think he had more than 65 catches. So he's never put up great numbers. He's put up decent numbers. He's a red zone freak show, like we've seen before. And that's what we've said. 
Here. He's on pace right now for about 1,200 yards, 1,284. It would only be about 100 yards over his best year at Tennessee. The 11 touchdowns is impressive if he's able to do that. Who's Howard Eskin? <laughs> I, I, I didn't. He's, he's all right. How many wins in the last three weeks? Two. <laughs> Jimmy G, a playoff guy. You bet he is. He's four and two. Seals, you talk about Jimmy G as like he's the reason San Francisco won games last year. It is the only reason. James. James, James, James. Jimmy Garoppolo not being the starting quarterback for Kyle Shanahan is 9-29. and 29. Yes. 9-29. and 29. Let that sink in. I'm going to take a timeout. Look at week 12 of the NFL. Hit the like button. Hour 3. Big sales. How you doing? Keep it here. National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, we've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor. A pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revered. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. Passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask. 
including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. National Football Show, hour number three. We'll reset everything. Also, too, I want to hit a little bit up on um, what Gary Cobb said. We're going to look at week 12 of the NFL. I'm going to make a prediction to you right here about Jalen Hurts. You pay Jalen Hurts $40 million, you'll be in the same boat every organization is in, and you've already tasted it once. How many of those $40 million deals have panned out? One. One, Patrick Mahomes. You think that $40 million deal is panning out in Buffalo? You think that $40 million deal is panning out in Dallas? You think that $40 million deal is panning out in Arizona? You think that $40 million deal is panning out in Los Angeles with Jared Goff? You think that $40 million deal is panning out with Carson Wentz in Philadelphia? No. One. One, one, one. The rest of them have not returned the investment. That's why Baltimore's hedging. Not one, except for Mahomes. Facts. Facts. Tell me I'm wrong. Show me a $40 million deal that has returned investment other than Mahomes. Show me. Show me. You can't. It's been a disaster for every freaking franchise except Kansas City. And Kansas City still had to let the best wide receiver walk out the building. Jalen Hurts is not Patrick Mahomes. He'll never be. You can't name me a $40 million deal that is worth it. And don't start with Hurts. Because he's the lesser of those guys in talent arm that can hide deficiencies on the team. You understand the places that you'll start losing money will be in the old line. That's where all your millionaires are. There's five of them. Name me one $40 million deal outside of Mahomes. I'm waiting. Yeah. Chris, arm talent. Great arm talent, 153 yards, whatever. Hey, name me one. You can't. Dak, really? (laughs) You think you got your return investment on Dak getting bounced in the opening rounds? Not being able to get Brandon Cooks 
Brandon Cooks you couldn't even sign. You couldn't even sign Brandon Cooks. Because you were so squeezed against the cap. Name me one $40 million deal. One. Oh, didn't they just give Matthew Stafford like $38 million? How's that panning out? <laughs> How's that panning out? Drew, we don't know about Deshaun Watson yet. He won't play for the first time till this weekend. Oh, no, 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 Mitchell. Ain't no moving on. Hertz has okay arm talent. So you're going to pay your quarterback $40 million when they're all colossal failures. And you think you're going to keep everybody together. 3,000 receiving yard guys and your whole team, and he's going to make $45 million. That's the land of cowboy land. That's the land of misfit toys. The cowboys are the land of misfit toys where they're delusional. Delusional. You're delusional. It's why Brady took haircuts. He's got better arm talent than Joe Burrow. (laughs) Not likely, kid. And by the way, Chris, let let Jalen win a game that matters. Joe Burrow in a year and a half has been to a Super Bowl. The Bengals he took. The Bengals. Joe Burrow in three years won a Heisman, a national title, an AFC championship, and was a quarter away from winning the Super Bowl. What has Jalen done? What has he won? A seat in last year's playoff. Burrow made it to the Super Bowl. Seals, in a couple of years, everyone will be $50 million quarterbacks unless they're on a rookie deal. There's part of that that's true. You're right. But every one of these contracts have not returned investment. It's actually the fastest way to hurt your team. Is Arizona's not going anywhere with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray's going to get a coach fired. He might even get the GM fired, Steve Kime. He just signed a contract extension, but he's still making fired too. Lamar Jackson, I'm telling you right now, guys, you know why in Baltimore they're hedging? They don't want to pay it. Dude, when you when you got the money to pay for something, when you have the money to pay for something, by the way, Ravens just got beat again. That's not helping his case losing against those shitty teams to pay a guy $45 million. You could put Garoppolo in Baltimore and win at $28 million. Why would I do that? Here, one more time, too, on Jalen's contract. One thing we can all say about Jimmy G, his $25 million is not a bad contract. 
It's actually a spectacular contract. There's one thing you'll never say about him. Well, you're overpaying that guy. Dak? Dude, Dak. You got to win games, kid. Dak's got a lot. Dak has not returned investment. Jimmy Garoppolo has three more wins than Montana and Young and 60 starts in San Francisco. And those two dudes were on better teams. Super Bowl teams. And, 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 and Garoppolo's got three more wins than them and 60 starts. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. He's all, yeah. That's why when I told you, you put his name into conversation with some of the best players that have played there. He has more wins than Montana. And 60 career starts as a Niner quarterback. See what Steve Young said about him? I don't want Jimmy Garoppolo here for six months. I want him here for another six years. <laughs> yeah, Chris, it's five Super Bowls with those two dudes. Wait, what? <laughs> those guys won five Super Bowls. <clears throat> yeah, okay. Uh, Jerry Rice, Roger Craig, Montana. They won five Super Bowls. Five. Yes, better teams. Ronnie Lott. Yes. Joe Burrow's overrated. Well, then what's your guy? Guy won the AFC Championship last year. Anyway. Some of the takeaways from last night's 40 to 33, very close game with the Packers. Your special teams blows out loud. Start playing some of your frontline guys. They're terrible. Three plus 50 yard returns. I thought the DTs, Joseph and Sue, thought they were okay. Running the ball for 363 was was spectacular. A.J. Brown, bro, let's go. Your last three weeks, you've been terrible. Terrible. Your quarterback needs you, and you're nowhere to be seen. Putting the ball on the ground, got a touchdown. Really? What were his numbers? Not very impressive. Act, well, he's sick. I don't care. Fletcher Cox played better. He did. Had a better game. Here's where the numbers are right now with six games remaining. Hurts is on pace for about 38-50. 26 touchdowns, 105.6 quarterback rating, which is great, and 67.3 in completion percentage. Very respectable numbers. 
not elite. Miles Sanders is having an elite season. 1391, 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns. Here's the most impressive number, 5.1. 5.1 is great. A.J. Brown's on on pace for about 100 yards more than his career average or his career best in Tennessee. I think the best he ever had was 1,100 yards. He's on pace for about 1,284. That number will come down because unless he steps up, his numbers will start to decrease as well. 82 catches. Once again, the Eagles will not have a 100-catch wide receiver, even though you're paying him $25 million. The 11 touchdowns is impressive. Devontae Smith, on pace for the same year he had a year ago, except for about 18 more catches than he had a year ago. So he's roughly around 940, somewhere in there. Not really improving on what his rookie year was. So, if anything, Devontae Smith's numbers, he's not really benefited from this new high-powered offense. Okay, he hasn't. Sander goes like this. What's up with the five-yard curl route every target for Devontae? I think what they're trying to do, Xander, I think they're trying to get him the ball in space because they they do not do a good enough job at getting him in space. They just don't. He's got a bunch of catches. He's on pace for 87 catches, 900 yards. In today's NFL, that's 50 yards a game. That's not elite. That's not elite. Those are not elite numbers. Hunter Renfro puts up bigger numbers than Devontae Smith. Hunter Renfro. Let me, let me take a look at that. Hunter Renfro with Derek Carr. Let's take a look at his numbers. Hunter Renfro. According to Wikipedia, James Hunter Renfro is an American football wide receiver. Let's just take a look at his stats. Let's take a look at his stats this year. I just picked him up. I don't even know if he's having a good year. I have no idea. He's got 100. Okay. Here's the best he had. He had 103 catches last year for 10 th- for 1,038. 56, 656. Okay, De- Devontae's putting up better numbers than, than Hunter Renfro. Not by a lot, though. Not by a lot. Need to do a better job of getting him the football. What do you expect from a third option on a run? I, I Wait a minute, Dante. I've been being told that the Eagles have two number ones. That's not number one statistics. I, I made a prediction to you. Devontae Smith will never have 1,000 yards in this offense as a receiver in Philly, ever. Ever. He'll never have him. This is a tight end-centric offense with a guy like A.J. A.J. is going to get there. He'll get there, but 
Devontae will never get there. He'll end up with about 920, something, somewhere in there. <laughs> Thank you, Joseph. Devontae could have had 150 yards this game. I was at the game. He was open down the field a few times. Yeah, Dion. Well, Jalen's not going to throw that ball down the field like that. Have a chance for turnovers? He'd rather run it. Jalen Hurts would rather run the ball than throw the ball to Devontae Smith. It's evident when you watch how wide open he is. I even heard Mike Quick on the broadcast last night. Hey, Xander, by the way, you know, we get Merrill Reese on the program and we get Mike Quick on the program. Those guys are exceptionally critical of the football team in broadcast. I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I actually heard Merrill ripping special teams. I heard Merrill ripping the run defense. I couldn't believe what, and I heard Mike Quick actually say this. Hey, I know it's really great to see Jalen run out in the open space like that, but Devontae's been wide open six or seven times today. I'd like to see him get the ball down the field to him. Mike Quick said that during the broadcast. Go back and re-listen. I was stunned how critical they were of that. Jalen and Steichen are not going to have turnover plays. And, and, And there's a part of me that agrees with that. That's why Josh Allen has 10 times more turnovers than Jalen. Jalen's not going to toss the ball down the field like that. No risk it, no biscuit. That's not that offense. Brady made a career out of doing that. It's okay. Devontae was wide open at least five times I counted. And they decided to run the ball instead. And... There's nothing wrong. When you put up 363 yards rushing, you're not going to get a lot of bitching from people. When you're running like that, at that clip, at 49 carries, and you got 35 minutes of the time of possession, and the most important stat in that game was 79 plays to 49 plays, you own them. Why would I throw the ball down the field to get an opportunity at turning the ball over and give it to Aaron Rodgers? Why would I do that? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Makes no sense. They play strategic football in Philly. And it's working. It's why they're 10-1. and one. They don't play strategic football in Buffalo. It's why they've lost dumb games. We do realize Hertz is in his third year, right? So, Cody... Patrick Mahomes was in his second year and won a Super Bowl. Brady was in his second year starting won a Super Bowl. Ben Roethlisberger went to a Super Bowl in his first year. Joe Burrow, in a year and a half, went to a Super Bowl. And? And? Lamar Jackson, in his first year starting, won the MVP award. And? You can always find a hole in the game. Yeah, but Troy, this is what I'm doing here. You're 10-1. and one. The Eagles are 10-1. and one. No doubt about it. 
here, I'll look. My top 10 is probably going to be ruined here. But is there anybody right now more complete than the Eagles in the NFL? You're, you're not complete. You're not the best complete team. Your special teams is atrocious. Your run defense is not that hot. So you've got holes too. You're making it sound now to put everything in proper context. Are they the best though of that group? 32 teams. Yes. But don't sound like you don't have holes on your team. Your wide receivers have been non-existent for a month. Non-existent. The loss of Goddard has been a factor. It's been a factor in your passing game. Jalen Hurts hasn't thrown for 200 yards in the last three weeks. Gee. Kind of goes down the line a little bit of um, Goddard being out. Goddard's loss is a big deal. And it's affecting AJ. Brady won a Super Bowl in his first year starting when he took over for Drew when he got hurt. Yeah, and Dami. Then Brady got hurt, and they put Bledsoe back in, and Bledsoe won the playoff game against the Steelers, and Belichick went right back to Brady for the Super Bowl, and they won it. That's how that played out. Everyone thought he was going to stick with Bledsoe after the playoff win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Belichick went back to Brady, and they had given Bledsoe $117 million and $17 million signing bonus. And then you know what they thought of Bledsoe? They traded him in the division to the Bills. That's what they thought of Drew Bledsoe. They didn't give a shit where they traded him. They traded him in the division. He was the Bills starting quarterback the next year. That's why I said year and a half, Joe. He played half the year his first year, then came back the next full season. And in his second year, his first full year starting, he took a team to the Super Bowl. Jordan Davis will help the run deep. What kind of shape is he in, Troy? What kind of shape is he in? Guy wasn't in very good shape in season. And now that he's been out a little bit, Let's see what kind of conditioning is in. Blake says, we're going all the way. You said we would, you would give us credit if we beat the GOAT. Have you beat Tom Brady? When'd you beat Brady? He beat the shit out of you last, day, uh, last January. I must have missed that one. <laughs> the GOAT beat the shit out of you last year. James, but Sills, you're saying that the Eagles are going to have to run the ball in the playoffs in order to keep other elite quarterbacks on the field. So who cares if Devontae's wide open? I'm saying that you're still one-dimensional. And it's that dimension is a versatile Jalen Hurts. Because you're not really throwing the ball around anymore. And you're running it with him. 
He's got 30 carries in the last two weeks. He's been your best back. Miles had a good, Miles had a great game against the Packers. I think there will be room to get Smith downfield. Like I said, Dank, they haven't. You keep saying they're going to. When? It's 11 games in. When? If not now, when? Dank, it's 11 games. Actually, it's, it's, it's almost like 29 games. When are you going to get the ball deep to him? He's played 29 NFL games. When are you going to deep pass Devontae Smith? When? Where have you seen that? Except for Washington and a few other games. When have you seen that? That the Eagles have utilized Devontae Smith's skill set. In his almost 30 games. When? When? No, 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 boy. Smitty, no. I don't. I believe he's got the same character as Jalen. I think as long as they're 10 and 1, like Brian just said, I think Devontae Smith is okay with it. I truly believe that. Dude, when I watched him win the Heisman Trophy, I am a gigantic Devontae Smith fan. The community loves him. The teammates at Alabama loved him. I've never heard anybody say one negative thing. Saban swears by the kid. It's a true honor to have him on the Eagles. I think he's that kid. I think if he's Tyree Kill or any of these other guys, I think if he's A.J. Smith, can you imagine if that was A.J.? He'd be bitching. Shit, he was bitching and he still cries about not being on Tennessee right now. A.J. Brown still cries about not being on Tennessee. He still cries about it today. Devontae doesn't cry about it, about anything like catches and touches. Okay? He doesn't. My opinion, Devontae Smith's a better teammate than A.J. Brown. And you could see it on display all the time. He sacrifices his game for the betterment of the team. Get this. It's like thanking people for like not robbing a bank, and I get it. But it's true. He he's a real great teammate. Ray says Raber will take away what we do best. Hurts. They get the defense. That kid Simmons in the middle. That defensive tackle. They're going to do a good job against the run, in my opinion. Okay. Davey Boy says, respectfully, Devontae Smith is not the player that Jefferson is. How do you know that? Davey Boy, how do you know that? How do you know that he's not Jamarcus or Jamar Chase? How do you know that? I can't definitively say that. I won't say that. I think with a higher-volume passing offense... I think he could be a 1,500, 1,200-yard guy. Are you trying to tell me that if he had Tug of Viola, so if he had Tug of Viola like Jalen Waddell 
You don't think he'd have 1,200 yards too in that Miami offense? I disagree with that. Eagles not losing to the Titans. I think that's going to be pretty close. By the way, Vrabel's a better coach than Sirianni, hands down. Hands down. Not close. Jamar Chase is insane, no sales. Nas, he is. He is. He's, he, he's, and I think he's back this week too. Devontae's a beast. We need to save him for the playoffs. You know, personally, that's what I think they're trying to do with Miles Sanders a little bit. I think they're trying to save Miles Sanders a tad. That's why you're seeing more Kenneth Gainwell in Boston getting more carries and touches. Because we all know, hey, Miles Sanders really is not a guy that's played a full season. You know what I'm saying? It's not a guy that's going to put up a shitload of, you know, He has the same amount of touches as number two wide receiver. Yeah, Blake, and he's on pace for 900 yards, same as a year ago. So he, so they've thrown him, Tank, five-yard passes. What was his numbers in the game? Four catches for 50 yards. That's elite. And he's done that the last month. That's elite. And personally, I don't think it's him. He was wide open five times. Five times. They don't want that ball down the field. They don't. They'd rather have Jalen run it. That's why everyone's going like this. So you think 30 carries for that guy is a good deal or bad deal? I think this is more by design, these 30 carries. I think it's by design. Devontae Smith was open five times. Mike Quick on the broadcast was bringing it up. He's wide open. Same thing Aikman said. Now, it's either Jalen or it's Steichen and Sirianni. It's one of those guys. That's why you're not seeing the wideouts with any kind of decent numbers over the last three weeks. They've been a non-factor. One of them's dropping the ball on the carpet. How many fumbles? Are we looking at with AJ over the last three weeks? Bro, secure the ball. And Devontae's been a non-factor. Yale says that the Titans won't let Jalen run like that. I haven't seen anybody stop him yet, though. Okay? Hold on to the effing ball. Was he sick last week, too? (laughs) I don't want to hear any of that shit about being sick. Okay? Get out there and play. If you're too sick to play, don't play. I get it. You think your team needs you? Get out there and play. Hey, Jordan Mulata's playing hurt. You can play sick. I'll tell you what, Dylan. That's not a bad thing there. You're starting to see them start to implement Quez Watkins a tad bit more. Dude, I'd like to see him get more looks. 
you know, up until like two weeks ago, he only had 12 catches on the year. And now they're kind of up. They've kind of upped his production. They need to get him in there. If they're having a difficult time in finding more ways on kind of, they have not been able to pick up the loss of production from Dallas Goddard. They have not. That's why Jalen's numbers are down in the passing game. They're down in the passing game because they haven't figured that out yet. So they ran the ball 50 times. Okay. That's okay. That shows, you know how they're compensating for the last loss of Dallas Goddard? They're running the ball more. They're not throwing it more. They're throwing it actually less. And they're putting more on the quarterback. Am I wrong? They're putting more on the QB. I think Quez is improving too. Nas, I think he's improving too. I, I, I like him in open space. He's, he's a good-looking talent. I'd like to get him going more. Like, Give him some more targets. See what he can do. Might help Devontae. Throw the ball to Sanders. That's kind of – I thought I saw a couple of those last night to Sanders. Sanders, I thought, had a couple catches last night. Glad to see that. Sanders had four catches. That, that's a good start. Getting him more involved in the offense. How good are the Dolphins? I think the Dolphins are exceptional. I got to hit on week 12 here in a second. I think the Dolphins have, I'll tell you this. Is there a better offense in the NFL right now than the Miami Dolphins? Let me think. Is there a better offense in the NFL than the Dolphins? Those two wide receivers are going to go over 1,500 yards. Tua missed two games. He'll still throw for 4,400. Um, Jersey Dolphins, you're going to have more production at your skilled people than the Eagles will. The Eagles won't have a 100-catch guy. You'll have two. You'll have a quarterback throw for 4,400 yards. They won't have one. So you think that the Eagle offense is better than the Dolphin offense? How do you look at that? You get two wide receivers, they're going to go over three grand. What, what, what are you looking at? Tua doesn't have the legs to rely on. I think it's more than legs. I think it's one hit away from retirement. 100 catches will be the thing of the past. Well, you ain't getting it this year. How's their running game? Not near. Not near. That's the only advantage you have over the Dolphins is your running game. The passing game, Dolphins are superior. Malcolm, appreciate it. Thank you. You're well when your tight end's healthy. I called them pulling to a and Waddle and Cheetah. They made Waddle and Cheetah go back. Tell you what, 
they're they're on pace for some great great numbers this year. Two is too fragile. I agree. I I think that's going to be a massive debate. Mr. International goes, I feel like we have the better overall offense when both teams are healthy. Probably. Probably, Mr. International. Probably. Okay? Jalen Hurts has 31.57. Does he? Jalen Hurts stats. Jalen Hurts is 2,500 passing yards, not 31. Does not have 31. I'll take it. Dolphins offense is better and harder to defend. Yeah, because you got those guys running across the field. All right, I want to hit on week 12. Please hit the like button. Keep it here on the National Football Show. At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Jim Gardner is an icon. A Philadelphia treasure. He's a mentor, a pace setter. Jim is my North Star. He's trusted. Revere. Appreciated. He is Action News. He's compassionate. Honest. And fair. He is extremely dedicated. Motivated. And always seeking the truth. He's also funny. We are a team of many. Jim Gardner is our leader. And we're lucky to have him. Passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! <clears throat> Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. We all know that taxes are just part of life. It's true during our working years, but also in retirement. But what you might not know is up to 85% of your Social Security benefits might be taxed. Our team at Thrive Financial has helped retire thousands of people across the Delaware Valley by asking questions they never knew they needed to ask. 
including how their Social Security benefits might be taxed. It's time to be proactive on taxes. Get your Thrive Retirement Tax Playbook today. How in the world does a guy like Hugh Freeze get the job at Auburn? <sighs> Talk about second chances. Can I have one? Wow. You take department money and get whores and use program resources to to, to buy prostitutes and use program money to do all the things that you did at Ole Miss and you're the head coach at Auburn, he got a raise. He went from Liberty to Auburn. Auburn. Do you know how much money he's got to be making, Hugh Freeze? That's an $8 million a year job. That, I mean, and you're trying to give me shit about Deion Sanders because he had some issues with the IMG Academy. That's, un and you offer Deion Colorado? Deion Sanders didn't get that job at Auburn because he's black. Deion should have got that Auburn job. Deion should be up for the Carolina Panther job. Jesus, criminy. You'll give that guy a chance. But you'll come up with some bullshit on Deion Sanders. Man. Boy, you want to beat Saban, Bab. You really are. Nick Saban. Nick, Nick Saban must be like, why did you fire Gus Malzahn? Albert has to be re regretting firing Gus Malzahn. I mean, I think Gus is at UCF. He's doing a great job. I think they're 8-4 and four or something, 8-3, whatever. Gus is a good coach, but he ain't beating Alabama. Pat Day. Pat Dye never beat really Alabama. And Pat Dye's probably the greatest coach in the history of Auburn. And he didn't beat Bear Bryant and Ray Perkins and all them dudes. Dude, what another, like Xander said, atrocious decision by Auburn. You're, you're never going to beat Alabama. Not with moves like that. Wow. That guy is a lowlife. They didn't even care about character. How do you do this? Can I tell you? How, watch this. How in the world are you going to do this? The single black moms with this guy as the head coach. You know, my son's coming to play for you. I'd like to know how you're going to treat him. I'm going to treat him like my own kid. How do you... 
Urban Meyer will be a coach somewhere again in college football. And so will John Gruden. If, if Hugh Freeze can get a job, John Gruden is going to be able to pick his job and where he wants to coach again. Because character's not a, pro, character's not a, a, a factor here. How do you look at a kid? Like, say, Urban Liar. This guy's been a train wreck everywhere he's been. Every freaking place he's been. Every place he's been. He let Aaron Hernandez do whatever he wanted. The Pouncey Brothers, all the arrests. He had 37 arrests in Gainesville. All the shit that went on at Ohio State with the wide receiver coach beating his wife. Then he pretended that he was sick and had headaches. What an ass. How many health issues is he really going to have? I don't buy him. I don't believe that guy. That guy struggles. You know why? Because you know what happens to his health? It's the sinister devil in him that causes him to have health problems. When you know you're doing fucked up shit like he does, that's why that guy has health issues. When you know you're doing wrong. But he'll be coaching again. The price of winning and trying to track down um, Nick Saban. (laughs) Trying to track down Nick Saban. You know what people are now saying? Hey, how about this? Saban's done. He's got two losses. They're rebuilding. Nil is a factor. Wake up, hello. He's going to have the first two players taken in the NFL draft. Shut up. He is going to have the first two players selected. One and two. Chicago will get, probably get the second pick, and they're going to take Will Anderson. It's going to go Bryce Young, Will Anderson. Shut up. Guy's done. How dumb can you be? What a piece of garbage. Auburn. I have so much respect for that program. It's a great school. Great history. He's going to go number one, dude. Xander, he's going to go one. He's better than Caleb Williams. I don't, I, don't, I don't think anything of Caleb Williams. Why? Because he plays in a shitty Pac-12? The Pac-12, where they don't play defense there either. The Pac-12. Everyone's like rooting up USC. You know why? Because the television networks need it. They can't keep having the Southeastern Conference dominate it and having them in the national championship picture every year. They can't. It's not good for TV. They need LA in it. That's why they're pimping them in Michigan. If Michigan and USC were in the Southeastern Conference, they'd be 21-point underdogs. They would get hammered. They say Caleb Williams is the next Mahomes. Yeah. Name me a quarterback out of the Southern Cal. Name me one. One. 
And by the way, the quarterback at Ohio State, that C.J. Stroud, you can have him. He sucked in that Michigan game. No, thank you. I'll take the kid from Kentucky. He just doesn't have the talent around him. That Ohio State affords that kid, Stroud. Stroud's got Marvin Harrison Jr., all them players, and they couldn't move the sticks against Michigan. Michigan doesn't have one skilled offensive player that'll play in the NFL except that running back, Quorum. The rest of them? Tight end, maybe. They got a pretty good tight end up there. I like the kid Hooker from Tennessee. I like him. I think he's a good-looking good player. I'd take him in the third or fourth round, have him on my ball team. Let's see him in Philly. Brian, of course, man. Dion didn't get the Auburn job? Gee, really? Well, let me guess why. Hmm. He'll get back to you. See, Brian, that's why everybody, big seals, race, religion, and politics. Sometimes it gets sideways and people don't know where we're going with it. But come on. Deion Sanders in the South at Auburn. How do you think he would have done? And he's got a personal relationship with Nick. That would have been a great battle. Look at the things that Nick Saban has done for Dion. Put him in that Aflac commercial. You think Aflac is just going to go to Nick? Hey, Nick, uh, I bet you, I bet you a billion dollars. Nick said, "Let's get Dion in on it." Bet you anything he did that to help the HBCU schools. I bet you anything. Nick Saban and Dion doing those commercials. I see more HBCU schools now on ESPN and other networks than I have in my life. And that's because of Sanders. But you know what's going to happen now? He's going to be called bad names by the black community because they'll call him out because he used the HBCU to get a big job. And Dion will take like a Colorado or one of these other big jobs and they'll say used them, which is totally ridiculous. Dion's good people. He don't need to work. He saved every cent he had. Dion is a multimillionaire over and over 10 times. Nike still pays him big money. Okay, he, he don't need to work. He don't need making the money he's making at Jackson State. He don't need that. Did you see that the clip of the rival players trash talking him? Seals, I heard they were hoping for Kiffin to take. Yeah, you know what though, Jersey, what happened was Ole Miss came in and offered Kiffin more money and they offered him a contract extension. So he's now making 9-2. I know Lane pretty well. And Lane's now making 9-2 at Ole Miss. Why would he leave? It's, it's a better program than Auburn. Right now, if you put Ole Miss in the conversation of where they are in the SEC, I'd say Kiffin right now. Kiffin makes, Kiffin makes twice the money that Nick Sirianni makes. You know that? Makes twice the money. Why would he leave at 9.2? At, in Mississippi. 
the poorest state in the United States, he makes $9.2 million. He's the highest paid state official in the state of Mississippi. Why would he leave? Why, why, why would any, why would Saban leave at 11.5 at Alabama? Three houses are paid for all of his electricity, his, all of his expenses, everything travel expense. He's got a jet. Why would he leave to what coach the dolphins and listen to people giving him shit about it? Why? I would never leave. If I was one of those big time college football coaches, I would never leave one of those programs. I would never leave. Like look at Kirk Ferentz at Iowa. He makes $7 million a year for the last 20 years. All they carry goes eight and four. Why would he leave? To what? Coach the Browns and get fired in a year? Lose face? Why would he do that? That makes $7 million a year at Iowa. I mean, I don't hate Dion. Are you crazy? I love Dion Sanders. I think Dion got robbed out of the Auburn job. Dion should have been the Auburn head football coach, in my opinion. Hugh Freeze, really? You hired that piece of crap. That's terrible. But it's very Auburnish. They haven't really hired any decent coaches at that place since Tommy Tuberville. Tommy went 12 and 0. Then they canned him a year later or something. I don't know. Week 12 tomorrow, Marcos. We will. I I do. We're up against the post here, Marcos. So we'll do that tomorrow. We will have our top 10 list. We got a whole bunch of those. It's Tennessee week. So we're looking forward to it. Merrill Reese. I can't wait to talk to him. I listened to the broadcast. It was so great. I can't believe how critical he and Mike Quick are during the broadcast when they do it for IP. Guys, thank you so much. Please hit the like button until tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.